which I'm calling. I've been up since what five thirty this morning. Oh wow, good for you. Um, I think I tried. I I went to bed like around eleven. I definitely really didn't sleep very well because <laughs> um because I was staring at the internet um mm. this morning because I'm doing some stuff on the side and um and I just actually before I got before I um, I messaged you I was talking to my ex work husband and everything because we just call each other like ex um ex work husband and everything like that sure um he's very connected to what he does for a living or what he used to do he used to yeah. work corporate banking okay. so we so we're we have like this thing right now that we're trying we're I, we're not business partners or anything like that but we are keeping up to date with certain money trends okay you know? yeah so because like he's really all about it and he literally just made a fucking um fifteen thousand dollar um increase with his fucking investments oh, from yeah. um beginning slightly beginning of january slash april oh damn. he had a lot of time on his hands no but you know what some people if you've got an eye for it and that's the thing it's like very it's a gamble it's it's a gamble and you'd have to you definitely have to have that like appetite for risk i know this morning for whatever reason i was uh looking up bitcoin and i saw that it's way back up and that kind of pissed me off cause... it is so fucking expensive <sighs> Back in 2016, this was when Trump was running. Yeah. One of my friends, he invested into Bitcoin at the time. And mm-hmm. during that time frame, he announced to everyone, dude, I believe that Bitcoin is the future. And I'm like, I, like a lot of people didn't really know or care or whatever. But when he was announcing that, I started noticing that the way how he was talking was a little different. He announced... And told everyone, dude, I just cashed out at seventeen thousand dollars in Bitcoin. Wow! And then if he waited um, a few years later, like right now, whatever, how much he fucking invested in, whatever it was, let's just say he invested into one thing of Bitcoin. Okay, he could have made thirty-two thousand dollars, which is what it's going for right now. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. crazy. That is crazy. I remember a guy at work. Oh, yeah, we're, we're recording. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why is it fucking red? I was like, why is this thing fucking on right now? But yeah, I'm going to cut all of this conversation. Oh, no, for out. sure. Yeah. For sure. No, I am. Um, I remember working with a guy like and this was probably a little bit before that. I'd say, well, no shit. That was it was probably I'd say 2012, 2013. And he mm-hmm. was telling me like, oh, yeah, Bitcoin's up to like four hundred dollars or something because it's like it was a thing people talked about. But it's like. Back then, I never it wasn't even heard like of big, it back then. Yeah, it wasn't like a huge investment or anything. And it's like, wow, $400. Okay, cool. Like, probably should buy somewhat. And I never did. But it's like, damn, just thinking now, like, imagine if you would have put a couple thousand dollars into that, you know, you would have turned Dude, that into, you, you know, a couple a, hundred K. Oh, no, you would be like a fucking millionaire by now. Oh, yeah. You yeah. would totally be a millionaire. Um, because what? Three dollars in Bitcoin back in the day. Let's just let's just say if you never bothered with it or anything like that, dude, that is already over a hundred k right there. Yeah. Uh, I guess like I'll do the intro 
Okay, you guys. It. So welcome back to our. I you know, I don't know why I was like thinking of the word channel. Well, this is a well, I guess like podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. know why I was I, like I, I don't know why I was like thinking of the word channel for some reason. Welcome back to our podcast, everyone. I am Rodney, aka Greenbird five five five, and as always, my awesome friend and co-host Santino, also known as Velis and Terminal. What is up, everyone? Yes. So r- we were just discussing how to. Earlier, aside from business and whatever, we were just talking about like recycling words, a lot of sentence fillers and whatever. Um, I like, we all know that we all have those certain sentence fillers that we don't like admitting that we have. And one of the words that I say a lot during a recording for some odd reason is the word, um, as in, U-H-M, U-H-M-M, however you want to say it. And I guess like this was brought to my attention even more, aside from when I'm editing, because I'm Mm -hmm. literally trying to edit out how many times I'm saying it. I was like, wow, Santino just said, yeah, a zillion (laughs) times within like a few minutes. And I was like, I don't think I can edit that out because then it it will just sound choppy. Yeah, so, it, it, yeah. Well, see, I just said it right there, but it it, it cuts into it kind of messes up the pacing of the conversation. So exactly. Yeah, that's that's going to be our one of our New Year's resolutions, I guess, is to find new placeholders here. Exactly. Just to keep our listeners uh, engaged in case uh, you're at home keeping tally of all the ums and the yas. Like <laughs> exactly. Go ahead, go ahead and put the pen away. Because we're going to work on cutting those down. <laughs> um, so one of the, it, it was really weird when I, it goes like, if I'm writing out, um, if I'm writing out a medical chart, the way how I talk during a recording is extremely opposite from what I am, what I am literally writing down for something for sure. medical. And I was looking up different synonyms for the word, yeah, I know this is like, I feel like we're in English class, everyone, right now. <laughs> just think of like word building and all of that. Um, <laughs> it's just Take kind notes, of crazy. There will be a test later. Exactly. So, like some of the words for yeah, it was really random, and and one of them is well, actually, I'll just say like a few of them, which is okay, okay, a, as an a y e, as an a, what's going on a. or whatever. Oh, okay, okay, that makes yeah, yeah. So there's yes. Ah, true, truly, and indeed, or for sure. For sure, yes, for sure I use a lot. Um, Indeed, I like that word, but sometimes it's tough to just like work it in casually because if Mm. somebody says something that you agree with, you're like, indeed. It sounds like you're almost like making fun of them or something like that, you know, just kind of putting on. It kind of does, it kind of (laughs) does. But at the same time, it's, it's sort of not because it's like the it's the way how it's being said in the context this versus like versus like a fucking text message because you know Absolutely. everyone gets bent out of shape with a text message you have to almost put everything in an asterisk saying i'm not mad or i'm not yelling but everyone still wants to just text versus actually verbally like making verbal communication which doesn't make sense to me well, so for I'm sure just like that just doesn't make any sense whatsoever at all so here's my thought on that why has nobody done this yet like whoever's at apple android that might be listening like be able to edit the font 
that you send your text in to other people. So certain fonts can mean certain things. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. Wouldn't that, that, that would clear up a lot of confusion with texts, I think. Because a lot of times you want to give someone a sarcastic answer or something like that. And they're like, wait, what did you mean? I'm just joking. (laughs) Or you have to text afterwards. That was sarcasm, BTW. Like, (laughs) that's totally true. Um, See, like, that is, see, I'm sitting here saying, um, and, (laughs) and the weirdest thing for that, for that, word in particular i was very shocked that some of the synonyms for this was alas i thought that was weird alas boo hello hooray oh shucks wow egad golly i like that (laughs) huh heh and ug i was like wow that is the most random thing ever and i'm just like egag i was like that that is like an, a 17th century type of word. Say, yeah, it sounds very think... <laughs> like piratey or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? Like it totally. feels like that's like a word that you would use of being like attacked from like a pirate ship or something. And I, I don't, I'm not into those movies or anything like that <laughs> or whatever, but I don't know. It just sounds like a very old school, like Victorian word before we we're very pedestrian <laughs> with the well, way how we talk now. Yeah, and, and and that's kind of the thing. It's like, how do you work that into conversation without sounding incredibly affectatious? Like, I suppose if if somebody says something like really like shocking or like off the wall, you'd be like, oh, you get. But like, exactly, <laughs> or like shocks, like what is wrong with you? Oh, shucks, that's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, wow, this is like wild west, like westernized. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It was really weird. And then, yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know. But it's really interesting. I literally am trying not to use certain certain sentence fillers. Like, literally. And, and, and that's understandable because it is, it's sort of, um, you don't want to fall into a, 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 a vernacular rut, for lack of a better term, you know? And mm-hmm. it's, you're, you're a smart guy. I'd like to consider myself a somewhat smart guy. We have fairly extensive vocabularies. And, and you do kind of want to, want to make use of that versus just uh, go into the same space holders, for lack of a better term. I do think part of that is, and I'm not like going off on like a rant about, oh, you know, things were different in the old days, whatever, but with how increasingly digital things are. And like we were talking about text before, and we communicate a lot through text and email and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, You go to say something and you can kind of think out what you're going to say a little bit more. So the time it takes to respond to a text or an email or something is considerably longer than if you're just having a conversation. But a lot of times you do need that little pause in conversation, but rather than just like going silent, like the uh, pause for effect, dramatic pause, whatever you Mm -hmm. throw out. And again, you and the editorial, myself included, everyone does it. uh, You throw out just a a placeholder here. So, you know, you're, you're thinking about what you're going to say next. How am I going to, you know, get this thought across and I'll just be like, um, or yeah, or whatever in between. One of the things that we were talking about last week, we were talking about doing a new like challenge or something like that for yourself. And yeah. one of the things that I will totally admit is I said that I was doing a triple cleanse challenge for my mm-hmm. skin. Dude, that is very hard to keep up with. Because it, because like it, may, it it literally takes an extra 
20 minutes to oh, even start it. doing a skincare night routine for myself. And I'm just like, dude, like I have to make these fucking products worth my while just to put on instead of using them like once every week or once every two weeks, whatever the fuck it is Absolutely. that I am doing. And I swear to God, it is pretty like it is not i am not going to continue the triple <laughs> cleanse challenge after this week okay after this week i am done and that would be two weeks in a row i straight up did that i will literally say right now it literally changed the way how i was doing everything it's so irritating because i the way how i was doing it because i'm going by the way how the professional pro skincare protocols are for that brand is clinical so i usually wash my face in the shower just like a lot of people do mm -hmm. but for certain things if you have sensitive skin definitely do not wash your face in the shower because the water is a lot hotter that's for what they you. say yeah so definitely avoid doing that so i i'm not one of those people but i started washing my face in the sink way more and then after, and that's us after my first cleanse. My okay. second cleanse is the enzyme cleanser, which is a mask. So it's made out of organic raw honey and it is all cosmeceutical grade. So it's not something that you should just put on and then just rinse off. You let it sit on your face, let this, let the spa fantasy happen of or course. whatever. So I let, I leave that on for about an average of five to 10 minutes. And then I get into the shower and I don't rinse my face off until I start washing my hair and I'm finally rinsing. So that's sure, already yeah. like 15 minutes out of the way. And then after I'm done with the fucking shower, then like I noticed just because I'm like, God, like this is too much. I decided to wait for the third cleanse, at least after I am done completely getting dry and all of that stuff, or I would wait at least an hour to mm -hmm. do the third cleanse. Okay. So yeah, that, that's a process, right? It's, there. A, it's a straight up process and everything. And I'm like, dude, this is like, this is <laughs> way too much. I will admit like doing a double cleanse, that is it for me. I would rather just use an oil-based cleanser, cream cleanser, whatever the fuck it is, and then just call it a day. I don't want to do a triple cleanse every single day. That now, is the most. Now, is that is. something, though, that, you know, once you're done with this two weeks, is that mm -hmm. more of like a throw that in once a week to your regular routine just to maintain it sort of thing? Or is it something that over time, uh, your skin, like the benefits you're seeing right now will kind of revert back? Um, the benefits that I am that I'm seeing is literally amazing. It's just so time consuming. Mm -hmm. That is the only thing. The only thing that's missing is having someone do a fucking um, chemical peel on my face, <laughs> all the extractions, all of that. That is what's really missing. Um, and plus also missing a professional aesthetic steamer as well, a professional steamer to, do, to have everything do what you want it to do. Dude, like if I really wanted the honey enzyme cleanser to do its maximum potential that it has i have to be under steam of i have course. to have the pores dilated and then put that on and everything mm -hmm. as you feel everything and then you can go on to whatever professional products that they have and whatnot but i will say is i feel the penetration 
of the skincare that I use even more. I okay. feel the penetration even deeper because I feel it for about about 30 minutes maybe. Oh wow. Like I feel the tingling sensation. I feel everything on my face is just being sloshed away. And that's what I want. Here's a question to just kind of piggyback off of, you know, what you were saying with the steamer, uh, because yeah. I personally love that when you go to, you know, the spa or even the nicer barber shops or something like that, where they'll do more mm-hmm. than just put the hot towel, they'll actually give you the steam. Um, do you find that that is something that you should be doing regularly or not? Because I've also heard that if you do that too much, you can get clogged pores, which leads to blackheads, things like that as well. Um, no, you no. that does not lead to blackheads and everything. That just really depends on how much oil production that you have and what your skin skin cell turnover is. So that's why people, it, it was really interesting. <laughs> um, I'm going to use this as an example. So okay. this is brand new, um, the, one of my favorite holistic homeopathic um, skincare brands, they're professional, I'm glad I add. Um, Naturopathica, they've rebranded themselves completely. They've okay. just upped everything by an extra 2 to $5 more. Okay, so like your mask was $52, it's now $56. Oh, wow, okay. Or like literally 4 $5, that starts adding up at the end of the day. That oh, really absolutely. starts adding up. And especially with a revamp, so you don't know if they just changed everything completely. Like mm-hmm. change the formula, the the formula's performance is even better. But they just came out with um, a holy basil retinol, and okay. I was like, "Ooh, that sounds so freaking amazing!" And just for the three brand new products that they just came out with, it is almost three hundred fifty dollars. Okay. Oh wow! For these products, so one of them is their new revised. Okay. Vitamin K. Vitamin K is the best for eyes, actually. That is the best vitamin to use for um, sat, for black um, for black circles, dark circles, whatever for your eyes. Vitamin K is really amazing. So it's a it's a little different than vitamin C. I don't okay. know too much about the difference with that. The vitamin C is really good for brightening, but the vitamin K, I forget what the vitamin K does. I'll look that up and everything, and or or I'll ask some of my esthetician friends and everything about what is amazing about vitamin K. But for sure, I was reading a review from someone who was saying that the the newest holy basil retinol wasn't moisturizing enough, and I was like, okay, first of all, bitch. You do not understand what you're fucking talking about. Number one, retinol is not really there to rehydrate your skin. I Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, it was really weird. Okay, so what the retinol is there for, it's helping further your peeling. That is the point of retinol. It's That's for like what regeneration, I, right? Exactly. So yeah. what the retinol is doing is that it's speeding up your skin cell turnover because we have 11 layers of skin mm-hmm. and we shed all 11 layers, I believe every eight or nine days, I believe. Okay. I don't remember. I don't remember how often it is. I know that's, it's I know it's pretty often, yeah. It's very, very often. That's why like you'll notice that there's dust everywhere. That's from your body, yeah. you sick, disgusting human. <laughs> this is why it's important to vacuum more than once a week or like some of you nasty people out there, I know you only do it like once a month. Like oh, you God. gotta vacuum your house like 
regularly. Honestly, I, I, I feel lazy not doing it daily. But, yeah, that's that's all your dead skin. That's what you're seeing. Oh, yeah. Eyes. I mean, like, if you think about it, your animals, they shed so much if you have pets. Mm-hmm. Especially this time of year when it's drier and more cold or when blah, blah, blah. Especially yeah, exactly. when the weather changes to hotter, all your pets are shedding their mm-hmm. heavier winter exactly. coats. But anyways, <laughs> back to <laughs> human skincare. <laughs> but the retinol is there, like I said, to help further the skin cell turnover. So basically what it's doing is that you have to do a specific routine, okay? If you want to amplify that skin cell turnover, you use a chemical exfoliator. And okay. so this chemical exfoliator, what that's going to do is that it goes into the dermis. The more you're using it, your skin is absorbing it. So that's okay. also helping with the skin cell turnover. But if you are using something that has, um, I want to say, let's just say like you use something that is like a alpha, a triple, a triple alpha hydroxy acid serum. Okay? okay. I'm using a different product that has that. So cosmetics has one of those and I notice if I am not using um, any sort of retinol for at least a few weeks, basically, yeah. but I am keeping up with using a chemical exfoliator that is still penetrating into my skin, which goes into the dermis, might I add, you guys, okay? The minute I put something like that on, I already feel my skin start peeling a little. I just have to rub my forehead or rub the side of my cheek a little on my face. And I already see um, skin. I already see skin like coming off pretty quickly. Yeah. Okay. But it's not supposed to just slosh off. That's not how it works. But that's the point of a professional um, spa or medical grade chemical peel where you are treating your skin and then they're doing all of that amplified stuff. And then you see like a horrific change. Like it's kind of scary, but you'll notice a huge significant difference. A lot of people get a lot of that stuff confused and whatnot. But yeah, like retinol is not designed for hydration. No, and that's, I'd imagine, you know, it's it's sort of like, I know for me, I don't do it very often anymore just because my skin is fairly sensitive, but like microderm, um, Like, I'll come out of that, like, fairly irritated. And then once my skin calms down, it's like, oh, this is nice. But, like, at the time, like, that's, like, really getting in there and, like, messing your shit up. Oh, yeah, totally. If your skin is very, is that sensitive, usually the best thing. And might I add, everyone, I am not an esthetician. I am not a dermy, which is a dermatologist. And I'm not an aesthetic nurse practitioner. I just know a lot about skincare and I've worked in the spa industry for so long, and that's what made me get into skincare. Just to reiterate to you guys, okay? So one of the things that I would seriously recommend for you is more of an enzyme chemical peel or just get a medical-grade chemical peel because the thing about the microderm abrasion, yes, it's amazing, but you might be better off with a hydra, a hydrafacial or getting a my um what is it called it's a it's a it's a i think they call it uh i think they call it a hydrodermabrasion yes a hydrodermabrasion i've heard of that yeah the hydrodermabrasion is dealing with liquid so you're using a water-based and also a serum at the same time versus 
doing a dry microdermabrasion, which the microderm, it, the, the tip, okay, you know you have a really <laughs> yeah you know you have a really good tip <laughs> if it's a diamond tip okay that's why that these things are so expensive yeah, um, yeah. It, ha- it doesn't have like a fucking flat out diamond sitting on it you guys it is diamonds crushed yeah it's okay. like a microscopic diamond powder exactly or it's yeah. a powder and it and it, the texture of it it feels like a cat is licking you the entire mm-hmm. time. That's just the best way how to describe it or whatever. But they do it in lines. So it's, that is pretty much you're exfoliating the face pretty aggressively. Okay. That is more for someone who wants that, um, who does, who's more worried about the chemical peel. That's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. I'd rather just get the chemical peel. Yeah. Because... I know how to treat the face in order for my body to actually receive um, a procedure like that. It would, I would consider, even though it's called a treatment in a spa, but if it's not in a, if it's in a medical spa, they're going to call it a procedure more likely Mm -hmm. because they're doctors and it's a nurse doing it. So they like to say, Oh, we're more, um, we're more attuned to your needs and whatever. But I've heard hella horror stories coming out of a fucking, med spa sometimes okay see now that's usually where i get it is at a spa but yeah yeah you definitely you got to kind of know what you're talking about like don't trust like just because somebody says oh hey i know how to do this like do a little bit of homework because you definitely want like even like the quote-unquote professionals like a lot of them aren't the best put it that and and you're trusting your skin with them you know so it's one of those things don't go to these fucking strip mall places that take a coupon or something like that you're asking for trouble it's one of those things that you don't need to do that often but when you do make sure that you're you know doing your research and spending you know some good money on it because it's it's your face after all yes i mean like that is one of the things people love <laughs> this reminds me of a client that i had it was so <laughs> awful okay so Speaking of horror stories with coupons, okay. <laughs> I'm not going to say the person's name and everything. I'm not going to say which facility it was that I was working at, but Jesus fucking Christ, take the wheel. So I had a client and I always inqu- I always inquire with them, what are the like what are your um specific injuries? Is there any contraindications that I should be aware of? Are you allergic to anything, any injuries, surgeries, no matter how long ago? Laser tattoo removal is a cosmetic surgery, you guys. Mm-hmm. Okay. My client, she said that, oh, be careful with this one spot on my back and whatever, because I had, I have an injury right there. And I was like, oh, okay, awesome. Yeah. The client gets undressed and whatever. Of course, I'm not in there, you yeah. dirty perverts listening. <laughs> um, so I come back and I was like examining the body and examining the skin because if they have a if they have back knee, not really supposed to work on them without gloves for sure. Uh, of course, yeah, and everything because your oil and their bacteria that is just disgusting and everything. And plus, like you would exacerbate their acne more exactly. likely. She had a horrific scar because she got tattoo removal removal on Groupon. 
Oh, for crying out loud. Are you it kidding me? It was horrific. <laughs> I was like, oh my fucking God. Like, I felt so bad for her. It turned into this disturbing third degree burn. Oh, it, good It's God. like about this big. Like, I want to say that's like a five five inch by whatever. I don't know how, like the size of my hand, let's, let's put it that way. That's how big the burn was for a tattoo <laughs> removal. But it's okay. That so like a, fucking crazy. a tattoo is like how many layers down in your skin? I know it's pretty deep. Mm-hmm. So you are having somebody literally shoot a laser several layers down. And we're not talking about some like science fiction shit here. This is a real laser. These can do damage. Exactly. Several layers down into your skin to remove this tattoo. And you're thinking, oh, let me go with the cheapest option here. Really? Exactly. Oh my God. It was so fucking (laughs) awful and whatever. And of course, like I could work on the affected area because like after i was examining it and everything of course it it has severe scar tissue and everything so working on the contraindicated area of the body where it was it was like on her shoulder or so actually i think it was like on her shoulder or it was like right underneath like right behind her neck like, oh, like below oh, yeah. the neck and whatever like you could not see it at all but i was just like jesus christ that is just awful yeah it was just it, it was just like awful so i have never in my life ever bought a groupon before i i think i like i think like once and that was for food because yeah, I, food is a little different i think but if you notice that the company is doing a Groupon all the time, you're kind of like, ooh, what's going on here? Yeah, exactly. And whatever. <laughs> yeah. But I bought it for this restaurant in San Francisco because they are expensive. I got it for the Cajun House. Oh, Have you ever nice. heard of the Cajun House? Of course. Oh, my God. Yeah. That fucking place was um, is amazing. <laughs> I have no idea if they're open right now or not because I haven't checked and everything. But it w- I just – we the husband and I, we were, like, thinking – we want Cajun House, but it's mm-hmm. not going to be the same having everything thrown into a plastic bag and then eat it at home. For sure, yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, so yeah, like you could easily spend like a hundred plus for just two people. And that's just oh, for easy. shrimp. That's not yeah. for the fucking king crab. That's not for the indigenous crab. That's not for the whatever the fuck you're trying to get. Yeah. <laughs> that is like, that's what I mean. Like, that Groupon was worth it. But oh, other than that, sure. I have never used a groupon in my life for anything else i think once we got one because there's like um the uh the cleveland indians which are about to be changing their name but they have their spring training facilities mm. like a mile from our house and in the winter time they'll have it set up where like you know it's a big ass parking lot like a baseball stadium well it is a baseball mm-hmm. stadium um so they'll have it set up as like a drive-through like christmas light display oh, and wow. so it's like oh this is really cool we were going to take our uh, our niece there because she was little at the time i want to say she was like three or something this was a couple years ago mm-hmm. and it was like twenty dollars per car or whatever but they were literally advertising like yeah if you go on groupon you can get it for 10 or 15 or whatever so it's like well I mean, they're telling us to do it. So, you know, something like that. Yeah, you're not you're not really running a whole heck of a lot of... It's not like somebody's going to come out and, like, slash your tires because they see you paid with a Groupon. Mm. But any sort of, like, procedures, like, no, you got you to gotta oh, be no. smart here. No, 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 no. I don't think I would... Like, the only thing, like... What was it? I looked up Botox 
on Groupon and whatever. And I, I, and I, I know I, uh, I looked up like some of the places and I'm like, this doesn't look like a beautiful place or whatever. It doesn't look like a beautiful place. It doesn't look like a beautiful med spa or whatever. Um, The only thing that I can think of is like people are cranking. Like I want to say when everything really reopens, I feel like a lot of people are going to be doing Groupon. I think, yeah, you'll see I, I will then. say, I will say that for sure. Just to um, kind of stimulate new business and things like that. Exactly. That would make sense. But exactly. I tell you, something like Botox, though, again, and it's... Uh, there, that there's is a, a medical certain, procedure, that's everyone. That, that is oh, no. a minor medical procedure. Not only that, know. like, have you seen some of these? And I'm going to go ahead and use the word here, and, like, people might get offended, but you know what? Die mad. You know what I'm talking about. Some of these Karens who want to pretend <laughs> that they're rich, but they're not, but they get their Botox, whatever, because they're trying to fight father time but they do these shitty like botox parties at their house and stuff like that. you need to have this done in a professional setting that's why you know you got they get like the weird like strokey looking eyes and stuff Ooh. like that <laughs> you're not having this done properly you're sitting here like trying to cut corners on something that you absolutely cannot cut corners on here yes and that's what's that's what happens yes um the old spot one of the old spots that i used to work at they had um they worked with i'm not gonna say the doctor's name and everything but they are in the east bay um they're I forget, the the doctor has like an office in San Francisco and he has one in Oakland, he has one in Walnut Creek or whatever, but he comes to the spa himself or his nurse goes to the spa in particular. Yeah. And he does the virtual consultations if he's not going to be there. Okay. So by law, if you were going to have a medical procedure like that, you have to be visually seen on the iPad or yeah, the course. phone, whatever the fuck it is. It was yeah. so crazy. They <laughs> always, they always did the iPad. face to face. Yeah. Yeah. And they would, and they would observe how the, fa- how your face looks, which might I add using a fucking non high def camera. Right. That is not cute. That, no. <laughs> that, that will just fuck you up. Especially if you think about how non high def cameras were two years ago and everything and especially on an ipad ipad and it doesn't matter what tablet it's mainly tablets that they're using those tablet cameras are not ultra high def whatsoever no (laughs) it's always the phone camera and if you can and if you are willing to to do the 4k recording or 4k screening screening and whatever then you'll be able to like might be able to get away with having a more accurate procedure done for sure. But I've always been kind of like iffy about like, Hmm, I'd rather have the doctor here or whatever. If Absolutely. I was to do that, might I add, I never had Botox done, but at some point I really do want to get that done just so I can fight my 11s, which are my frown lines mm. right here in between the brow and I really don't really have too many lines at all, honestly, with my forehead and whatever. But I just want to do it as a preventative. I just want to oh, do no, it absolutely. as a preventative. I know I don't need to do anything ar- around on the rest of my face. It's just basically T-zone. Let's just call it that. I just need it <laughs> on my T-zone, really. That's, that's pretty much it. Other than that, like, I already look young enough as it is and whatever. <laughs> I'm turning 36 this year, you guys, believe it or not. That is fucking crazy. 
I I just don't want to look old. I don't want to look well, old. The thing is, though, it, it's kind of a tough balance because you do want to, you know, you want to you want to maintain your, a certain appearance, whatever this and that. But at the same time, it's like you see some of these people who they're like borderline addicted to this shit, and it's like you know what? You'd look better if you just let yourself get a little older. You know? Oh so. my god! Like okay, so Polly D. He did too much. Yeah, yeah. It fucked up his face. Yeah. He looked, it made his face look feminine, actually. It, it, yeah, it, no, it, 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 it did. It, it, did it, it did something really weird because I know that he did some sort of weird filler thing on mm-hmm. the lateral sides of his eyes. The, the Juvederm, it looks like. It was weird. It made his face look slightly feminine. I don't know why. But it just totally did. It a t- lot of guys do that. And yeah, it does. It kind of, it gives you like the cat eyes or something like that. And yeah. That it really... was giving, it was give, it was doing something or whatever, but I don't know if like the pandemic or fans, cause I'm telling him whatever the fuck it is that you're doing <laughs> fucking stop because it was right. not, it was looking awful. It was literally looking awful right now, but you know what? Okay. So I know a lot of you man Karens out there are going to be really <laughs> upset with this one, but you want to know someone who has Botox that no one talks about hmm. fucking Joe Biden. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. He has Botox and his whole fucking forehead. It is not moving. <laughs> I fucking love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. it, it I was, when I, when I was looking at him, I was like, isn't he supposed to be all wrinkly and shit? Because right? he's almost 80 years old. Yeah. But when you kept on looking at him and when he was looking serious, you were like, ooh, his eyebrows are barely moving. So that is something that a lot of people are not talking about. And I this wish that true. they would. Because I think <laughs> as I actually live for it, I hella live for it. But like, won't it be nice when we when we get back to the days when you can talk about, oh, the president has Botox versus like the president is a fucking lunatic who might, you know, with a up... tan, with an orange tan all oh, the that time. That looks so bad. Like, so gross. He, like I don't know. I don't know who's doing his tan or whatever. Like, I don't know. Like I've had spray tan before and I have never looked orange in my life. But it's like, dude, you are like, what, how old is that fool? Like 72? So you're 73 years old. You don't need the spray tan. Just, you know, if you want to do it, just get a little bronze or do something a little bit more subtle. But you don't need the full on uh, uh, fucking Jersey Shore experience here. Come on. <laughs> you know, I think that I think he would he should have done the Jersey Shore experience because whatever he was doing, he was turning, he was as orange. Oh, yeah. Trump was as flat out orange. And yeah. I don't and I'm just like. What is with that tan? It is just so weird because you can tell that he wears goggles for it and everything. Yeah, yeah, he's always got the like raccoon eyes. Yes, exactly. It's just <laughs> so odd. Um, at least like use Kula. Kula came out with a really amazing self tanner. Okay, for your face, there's a difference for face facial tanning and then full body tanning. There's a major difference with that well- stuff. That's people don't realize though. Your oh, yeah. skin on your face is very different than most of your body, so you do have exactly. to kind of kind of be careful there. What do you think about hair transplant? <laughs> well, I don't know. You know, here's my whole thing. Like, I definitely I've got like the dad hairline. I've just been like basically shaving my head with a number one, so it doesn't you can't see all hmm. the thinning in front. Um, but it's not for me. But I'm not going to put anyone else down who's getting it just because. Again, it's. 
if that's a lot of people like their hair is tied to their confidence and just their outward appearance and everything. I've worn hats pretty much my whole life anyways. So, really? Yeah. It's not, not a big deal for me. Um, but if that's your thing, you know, and you need that confidence booster, go for it. Me personally, like at this point, I kind of just wish the whole hairline would just recede so I could just start shaving it full on and have it look less ridiculous. Are you like hella bald? I'm getting there. Yeah. Really? Wow. <laughs> yeah. I only have like this one spot right here. Oh, no. that's that, It looks like I have like a mohawk and then like on the sides, it's kind of messed up. So Wow. I have no idea. The reason why, because <laughs> like we always kid, he says, you're going to get a hair transplant down the road anyways and whatever. Because I said to him, if I lose more hair, I am for sure going to get a hair transplant. But I... But from what I understand, hair plugs is different, is not as oh, yeah. different versus hair transplant. No, you don't want the hair plugs. You want to go with the micrograph surgery because the hair plugs, that's like the like old guys with the little like, it looks like doll hair where they just put like patches <laughs> in. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So you guys, just so you know what we're talking about. We were abruptly um, interrupted with a phone call and whatever. So. We just got back and we just randomly started talking about the most random thing. <laughs> and <laughs> this is going to stay in the recording. Oh, of course. Okay. This is for sure staying in the recording and whatever. So I was talking about hair transplants <laughs> versus <laughs> hair plugs. So I don't know. I down the road might want to get that. But the only thing is what makes me not like it is that they that it leaves a scar on your head. So Oh, that's true. It leaves a scar on your head for a hair transplant, okay? And I like being bald very randomly. Most of the time I usually shave my head or I get a high taper, a high fade, all of that. Okay? I like having pretty much like no hair on my head. And if I start doing that, people are going to stare at that fucking little <laughs> rectangular scar, okay? Because right. it's usually a rectangular scar on the back of your head. So I don't know if they would have to do the, the skin grafting procedure, whatever the fuck it is, higher on my head so people can't see it. I think that is how they do it nowadays, though, isn't well, um, it? They, they go a little bit higher up so you can kind of... Well, it depends on how they get their hair cut. So um, let me bring the microphone with me when I'm turning. <laughs> so, okay. So basically they do uh, most of the time, the procedure for the, for the hair transplant, it starts off around right here and not, yeah. and if not about right there, I don't know if it just got everything what I was saying. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You sounded clear. Okay. So that's what's going on. And then you were saying hair plugs is a grandpa doll hair. That yeah, sounds like so <laughs> creepy. <laughs> you see like those old guys that like, again, it, it goes to that, like you'd probably look better if you just let yourself get a little older here. But yeah. like, it, it's kind of an overcompensation thing, I think. But mm. I, I know hair plugs are considerably cheaper uh, uh, really? than the, the micrograph surgery. So I think that's Well, I don't even know do how in the world. Well, I was reading like the difference between... Um, hair plugs versus um the hair transplant they mm -hmm. were saying that it's not that different honestly really? but i i don't know but i don't understand the procedures or whatever they say that it's safer for the for the hair transplant versus 
the plugs and i was like i don't understand it sounds like you guys are doing an incision either way yeah they're yeah they're, they should be doing or that's maybe my research is outdated now but it it should no be this was like uh, i want to say that this was about like six seven months ago i was looking into it or whatever just randomly out of the blue and then i just kept on getting all these fucking bosley ads and i was just like oh my <laughs> god this is so irritating <laughs> this goes all the way back to the fucking cookies into your phone <laughs> oh, and yeah. onto your fucking browser and so the minute you look something up it's irritating i looked yeah. up i looked at one just one ad from instagram <laughs> it just came up and i'm talking about from yesterday it was about sound, um, sound engineering, whatever. Mm-hmm. I just looked at it for the shits and giggles. <laughs> I just literally got bombarded with sound design LA, college LA, sound design, Miami, Florida, New York, NYU certificate diploma thing for like nine months or whatever. You can be making $80,000, whatever the fuck it is. And I was just like, dude, like I was, oh, I literally only looked up one thing. And then it's bombarded with all these fucking random ass ads. No, but that's target marketing, man. It's uh, if you click on any of those ads too, it's going to get like even worse. (laughs) Oh my God. It was so irritating. And I was like, (laughs) even if they say, do you concede or do you not want your information sold? I, even if I say no, I'm just still kind of like, but why am I still seeing all these ridiculous ads? I don't know. and nobody's going to tell me, like, I know they say it doesn't, but nobody's going to convince me that your phone and Alexa don't, like, listen in on your conversation oh, sometimes, yeah. too. Because, like, we were joking totally. with uh, with our daughter the other day. She was doing something, you know, having a tantrum, like, oh, are you a baby? Should we buy you diapers? And then, like, my wife started getting ads for diapers on her Facebook. So. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is so random. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That is just too random. That is very random. You know, um, one of the things that I was just thinking of, because I know that this is why we're offbeat, you guys. We just, like, we're pretty all fucking all over the place and whatever. (laughs) Just roll with it. Exactly. So do you have any products that you have been using or not been using? You know, I actually have a product that it kind of surprised me. So... Months ago, I had ordered something from Target and hmm. I didn't have enough to meet like the minimum. I think you have to have like $35 for free shipping or some something like that. Yeah. So I just was looking at like grooming stuff and I threw in a random beard butter by Everyman Jack and it's just their standard issue hmm. um, sandalwood scented beard butter. Now, I love their sandalwood um, aftershave. And I do like the deodorant, and I do like the deodorant, but the deodorant spray is like, it's a no. I can't use it (laughs) because it gives me a rash like nobody's business. Yeah, you have to be careful. High alcohol content. I just can't Mm -hmm. do it. I don't know what kind of fucking shit they're putting into it and whatever. Even though it's vegan, cruelty-free, all the above, for some reason, my skin does not react very well to the everyman jack quick dry right here no and you know we've talked about it before honestly the like the vegan higher quality ingredient uh deodorants a lot of times for whatever reason those one they don't seem to work as well like not to get like too gross but like if you're doing anything where you're getting sweaty whatever it's you'll notice it um Mm -hmm. and two for whatever reason they seem to have a lot of irritants and i don't know why that doesn't i don't know i don't understand how 
I, I don't know if it's like the tapioca thing or something like that, but that is not attractive. Whatever it is that they're using, the tapioca starch, whatever. Yeah. I think it's probably more of a irritant. Like, it, it's not absorbing the sweat or whatever, but it might be too dry. It could be. And that could be it. It could be just drying out. Because again, going back to that conversation about, you know, the skin on different parts of your body is very different from one another. So again, yeah. like your armpits, you don't necessarily want to like dry. Well, you don't want to dry out any of your skin, but you can't really yes. use something drying on there because that's a much more sensitive skin down there. Um, now, I, I stay using the uh, the Pit Boss by Jack Black. That's mm-hmm. still, I've been using that for probably 10 years now. That's pretty much the best uh the best deodorant that i've found anyway now back to your everyman jack beard butter i was very surprised because like i reached out to everyman jack to see if they would send me something or whatever yeah because i would totally review it and whatnot and Marayad, i am still very thankful if everyman jack is ever listening to this one <laughs> i am so appreciative when you sent me that freaking huge box full of products for me to review oh, that's super cool yeah. yeah yeah so shout out to everyman jack they are amazing company you guys even though that they are very mainstream believe me their products are pretty spot on except for the deodorant i will say i'm not a big fan of that one well, first and no, nobody bats a thousand as they say but that is kind of the thing with them as a company is yeah they're more mainstream they're a little bit more entry level but they still make a good quality product overall and now the the butter and they're based I just, in marin they're based in marin oh i didn't know you. that yeah they're based in marin county everyone just in case of wondering no that's awesome um the the butter i i noticed it's a really good nighttime butter and that's what i'm going to mm. recommend it for if you're the kind of guy who uses beard butter during the day which i don't but if you are Why? um I, I, I've just been going with just plain oil and that's it. Mm. Just a little bit less in my beard, a little bit less on my skin. Uh, if I'm going somewhere, if my beard's just being particularly unruly, I'll throw a little bit of balm in there. But mm-hmm. I find the butter is best for nighttime. And now this one, it is, it's a little on the thinner side. So you're not going to get any of that hold if you are looking for a daytime butter. Um, mm-hmm. But I find, you know, it's just really great absorption into the skin under my beard and wake up in the morning, my beard's not feeling all dry and scratchy like some butters seem to. Um, so, you know, like I, I kind of just bought it as like a what the hell type purchase, but it is probably something that I will be buying again in the future. So uh, good job, Everyman Jack, for sure. That is what's up. Do you mind sharing what brands seem to dry your skin out? Um. Yeah, there. <laughs> you look very hesitant. I would rather know. I'm, but I'm trying if not you to think... throw any like indie brands under the bus because, yeah. again, you know, I'm not. I I don't know how much sway my words have, but I'm not really trying to like shit on you know some dude who's exactly. just trying to make his way. Um, Especially if they're starting. You mean? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, as far as like butters that are a little bit more drying. God, in case you guys that? are enjoying that a little ASMR, I'm just looking at a beard <laughs> bomb that's right in front of me and whatnot. That's why you were hearing because I, I don't have anything in my beard today, this morning. I haven't put anything on this morning because I was like, I've been up since 530. I was doing work and whatever. The, the only thing I did was the skin routine. Yeah. Because I'm not yeah. going anywhere. I'm staying inside all day. No, for sure. Yeah, I totally get it. Um, trying to think. 
Like, who who can I throw under the bus here? Uh, well, it's not a butter, but it is a fairly drying product. Um, is the... Uh, yeah. It's that company I don't like. Billy Jealousy. They do a great bomb. That's hmm. it. Their beard oil, I find, has something in it that's kind of drying. I don't know if it's like silicone or what. But, um Yeah. And that's, you have to watch out because a lot of the like bigger beard oil or like just men's grooming companies that do a beard oil, you have to watch out because they'll throw silicone in there. What is silicone made of anyways? I think just silicone. Isn't it like its own? Well, I don't know what it is. Well, like definitely keep look it on... up now um but yeah so it it because it, it gives you a little bit more tactile slip so it makes your beard feel like it's softer but really what it's doing is like sealing up your like hairs your pores everything like that so it's messing with the skin it's messing with the actual hair of your beard so you do want to avoid anything any sort of beard care products with silicone in them and now i'm curious to uh looking up what it's made of i'm looking it up right now um oh, i go. don't know too much about it or whatever let me see it looks like they have a mineral silicone metal silica i was wondering if it was made of silica which that's like sand that's what glass is made out of right i thought glass was made out of sand sand well yeah but it's like a type of sand oh i have no idea um we're being hella fucking. <laughs> We're Google doing research necessary here. Necessary nonsense. Have to insert like the Jeopardy music or something right now. Oh, I know. Silicone <laughs> is considered chemically stable. Use of it is not toxic. Warned. Injected liquid silicone may have throughout the body may cause serious health consequences, including death. Well, that's, again, that goes back to the, like, if you're having procedures done, I've heard of, like, women who get, like, butt implants, and if you just go to, like, yeah. the cheap places, they're just using, like, like silicone like you'd use on your windows, like, <gasps> I know, I was watching, <laughs> I was totally watching this, um, my, uh, my strange addiction on oh, TLC. I remember this, that show. This woman, these women <laughs> in their fake Butt injections are so dangerous, and it's they super and like dangerous. you said, they're using legit silicone sealant. Yeah, yeah, from a hardware store, and yes. they and these people are still charging up to eight hundred fucking dollars. God, God, see that's it's crazy, so insane. Yeah, so fucking insane, and that's considered black market, you guys. I yeah. like, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> that is just so crazy. If you're spending that much money fairly often, you might as well just get the fucking Brazilian butt lift instead. Absolutely, you might as Absolutely. well. Okay, so basically, what I'm looking at, um, silicone is something of a hybrid between synthetic rubber and synthetic plastic polymer. Silicone can be used to make malleable rubber-like items, hard resins. Oh, that's what it was. It was a resin that that on that strange addiction. Thing. Oh, it was, like, oh. It, was, it was like a weird <laughs> resin. Yeah, it was so weird. I was like, wow, that is too much going on. But I don't know. Silicone is kind of fucking disgusting because like silicone is very hard to get off of your skin. Oh, yeah. It is very, very, very hard and whatever. It does have a slick to it. Yeah. And whatever especially in lubes and whatever, but um, that is a whole different story. Yeah. Um, I don't like silicone because, like I said, it is very, very hard to get off of your skin. You have to, like, almost 
press on your skin even harder and whatever. Oh, I feel like you have to use that. Sh- what's that shit called? Um, lava soap. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. Because like the lava soap has like that grainy, that's like, true. That yeah. Grainy feel and whatever. So that's like, that is the soap that, people who work in the hard labor industry use just to get the oil off or uh, off of your skin, like under your nails, whatever, doing the most. Well, it's got that ground up pumice in it, right? The yeah. Oh yeah. Soap. That's what it was. It was like the lava soap also had pumice in it Yeah. or something like that. So that's like when you go to get your feet done, if you don't know what pumice is, everyone who's listening, when you go to get <laughs> your feet done and they take that hard, like scraper thing. And like, I, I don't know, my feet are kind of ticklish. So that's like the worst part for me always when they just like scrape all the shit off the bottom of your, that's a pumice stone. So that's ground up. And they put it in a bar of soap. (laughs) Wow. You know, I used to not like having my feet touched or whatever, but I got so over it so quickly when I went to massage school and Mm. all of the above and whatever. And then when I worked at my first day spa job, when I started bringing Manny and petties in i got over it so quickly i was like oh my god like i rather be pampered like this and whatnot but oh, i will absolutely. say i almost kicked the fucking <laughs> nail tech in the face the first time <laughs> and whatnot <laughs> oh no that's the, the arch i don't know about you but for me the arch in my foot when they do that it's like i can't even control myself i gotta like hold my leg down so i don't kick them. <laughs> Yeah. It was uh, and that's so funny. Like that's what happened the first time. I almost kicked her in the face, and she like moved her head really quickly. <laughs> Why not? Because I wasn't really paying th- attention that much. Yeah, it's it's but, just yeah. a reflex. You can't uh, can't help it. But oh, now yeah. now that we are on the subject of of pampering, I'd like to get your opinion on something because I've been having it done uh, about once every two weeks. I'll do cupping on my back. I'll have that done, and I've yeah. noticed an improvement just because I have a I have a bit of a slouch. As I get older, it gets worse. And so like my upper back just gets super fatigued. And I do find that like after I do cupping, I'm good for like probably a little bit over a week before, you know, I start getting that like pain coming in. Now, do you think that really carries any sort of weight in terms of therapy or anything? Or is it just a fad? Who's doing it? Um, We have a massage therapist who comes in. Um, It depends. Um, Because how long is that therapist leaving it on you? Uh, not long, about 10 minutes, I believe, is what we That's do beyond for. their practice. Really? Yeah. So that's beyond their practice. They, are, they legally shouldn't be leaving it on for more than five minutes. Okay. Especially if they're not a doctor. Yeah. So the person, like, I'm all about regulation, everyone. I am very, I'm very that fucking person. I like regulation. I like structure. Mm -hmm. So if I saw someone doing something that is beyond their practice, I'm just kind of like, "Mm, what are you doing? (laughs) So yeah, I personally would not want someone to leave something like that on me for that long. And especially if they're using glass, are they using glass? No, no, no. They're like the, I'm assuming they're like silicone or something like that. It's, it's like a soft cup that like they press down and then it like creates suction. Okay. So if it's the silicone one, then they should be using it more in a therapeutic way, which you're able to jostle a silicone thing. You're Mm -hmm. able to move joints and stuff like that. I wouldn't use silicone personally. I would only use that on more quote-unquote sensitive and contraindicated areas like your ankles because there's and also on your kneecap you don't want to use hard 
plastic or glass on your kneecap or on your fucking um, ankles and whatnot because it's just gonna it's not gonna feel good. It's gonna be really painful. And if it cracks, dude, you're gonna it's gonna yeah, fuck, it, fuck up your, for a world of your body. So yes, <laughs> um, silicone ones still that that's beyond that person's practice really but i don't know what the regulations are in in arizona well so, i'll have some questions the next time i have it done yeah sure. because like um the regulate from what i understand arizona has been adopting the california regulations more and more over time it so, seems like it yeah so i don't know what they're doing over there but i'm just telling you right now if they are quote unquote adapting to california regulations that person already knows or they're doing malpractice in a sense mm. so like i mean i'm not trying to throw your therapist under the bus no or no whatever no yeah. and whatnot but i prefer cupping i prefer flash cupping so that's when you put the cupping on you leave it on for like a few seconds and you pull it off you do okay. the same area pull it off do the same area pull it off and that does the same thing in terms of increasing the the circulation on the surface and everything or oh yeah because like you're pulling the muscle away from muscle that's what you're that's what you're literally doing mm-hmm. um but if you are leaving it on for an excessive amount of time like what that person is doing i don't i'm not really too sure about the silicone cupping or whatever i would use that more for rehabilitation the mm-hmm. silicone ones because that is the medical aspect coming to mind really and of course the regular um cupping the the plastic ones and the glass ones particularly the glass ones the glass ones are the ones that you really want because you're able to use the flame fire to pull out the oxygen to turn into that vacuum okay that is a whole different story and everything like that um i do not do that because that is obviously beyond my practice um (coughs) sorry um that is obviously beyond my practice using glass cupping but i do use plastic and it is very select people that i use that on because it just depends on their body and Mm -hmm. where they want to be with their healing process okay so i highly recommend it at the end of the day honestly yeah i really do honestly really 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 do but it's but if you are getting like more of that hunchback nonsense or whatever you got to be stretching your chest you got to stop stretching your back actually yeah yeah because stretching your back you're mainly bringing your body more forward most of the time well that's yeah that's not really uh not really helping like yeah it's i know i'm supposed to be doing more like shoulder and yeah more in the chest area like that exactly uh... but i think like because I think like using a foam roller would really help. Honestly, um, I'm not. I'm not observing. Um, obviously, I'm not observing you in person sure. and taking a true medical intake and everything like that. All the above, but um, but yeah, I, I highly recommend cupping. Cupping is awesome. Cupping is fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. I use it on myself, um, particularly more um, on my legs and everything um Mm -hmm. that is something that i do i wish i can do it on my own self on my back or whatever but that's the point of me going to a cairo i usually go to Cairo. absolutely yeah cairo is everything oh for sure and that's that's what i really need to uh again just be doing every at least every now and then just as a preventative thing if nothing else 
Um, just because your back is so important. And people don't realize that once your back gets messed up, it stays messed up for the rest of your life. So you do want to take care of it. But uh, That reminds me, I have time today before I go to work or whatever. No, wait, no. Wait, today's Monday. No work. <laughs> <laughs> but the new schedule is kicking in. So that's what's up. So no more fucking working on Sundays and shit. Nice. So that's what's up. Um, so I have time today. So after we're done with this, I'm going to go to the Cairo. And what oh, there you is go. I have not been to a Cairo in like over two months now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm way overdue. Okay, so I wrote, well, I guess like, yeah. We are going to do an ASMR episode. Oh boy, <laughs> that is gonna be awesome! So I wrote that down because I, okay. when I when I said we're gonna do an ASMR moment <laughs> and whatever. <laughs> Did you guys like that moment or whatever? <laughs> and I was like, "Wow, can't believe never thought of doing an ASMR fucking episode." It's gonna hurt your voice, that's for sure. Oh no, no, no! But whispering I, I, like that, dude. I'm I'm, I'm into it, and I'll tell you why. Because I actually don't like ASMR that much. It creeps me out. But like, I think it'll be fun. <laughs> to actually do once <laughs> oh my god yes the only thing is it's like you gotta have complete silence i think and yeah. then you also like i don't know maybe uh, get like we'll get like uh those like foam pieces that you can kind of wrap around uh you know your mic and it just kind of creates like a little mini quiet environment i know because like see i think i have to look up how they do it but like just like opening up right <laughs> the jar and it's all about the sound that's all it, oh, is. it is it's all about the sound but you're just whispering the entire time yeah it's like that that yin yang uh twins back in the day a whisper song wow i have not heard of them <laughs> in forever i cannot believe you just said that that's a little throwback monday for you right there wow that is hella fucking old the first time i heard about yin yang twins i think that they were on one of my first ps2 games i ever bought oh nice. they were featured on it and that is dating back to 98 99 everyone mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i am showing my fucking age right now <laughs> <laughs> that is fucking crazy. God, I don't even remember when PS2 came out. That's it's the, that I old. think 99 is about right. Because yeah. I want to say, what what are they on? They're on like about a seven-year cycle, something like that. So we're on five now. So that would be 21 years ago would be wow. 99, 2000 then maybe. But yeah. Wow. That's so crazy. So do you want to do the closing? Ask me the few questions before we close everything. Uh, for sure. Well, I mean, what uh, do you, do you have any final thoughts today uh, for our listeners? Uh, yes. I think that we should make it normal that men get Botox. <laughs> uh, no, t- I kind of want it. That's the reason no. why. <laughs> you know what? Just, just do what you want to do. You know, that's, that's kind of where we need to be as a society is we have like all these weird stigmas and things like that. And, and it's gotten better. Yeah. But, you know, we look at certain things as, oh, maybe it's, it's vanity or whatever. So what? Who cares? If it makes you happy, you know, and you're not hurting anybody else, rock on. You want to do Botox? But I was having a conversation with my daughter the other day because she's, you know, really into like doing like manicures on herself now and stuff. And mm-hmm. we've been getting her all the nail puffs, that's whatever. And she's talking about, oh, well, can boys paint their nails? Of course boys can paint their nails. Like mm. if they want to, like 
is it bothering you if you see some dude with his nails painted? It's not the end of the world one way or another. Dude, so that's the actually thing. the current trend for heterosexual men, actually, getting their nails polished. Oh, I'm not. Well, getting polished, yeah. Um, and but, painted. I mean, it is hey, a new they, trend. Good it's for a, them. It's a huge new trend. So a lot of nail companies are actually trying to come out with more appealing colors for men. Because usually quote-unquote stereotypical, mm. guys that usually get their nails painted usually do them black, and it's usually that they're into metal. Yeah, it's like a metal, metal shows, rock shows, all the above. Not trying to be stereotypical or whatever, but when it comes down to, like, the gay scene, it's usually the drag queens that are doing that. Yeah. Or usually the high femme um, men. But when it comes down to the heterosexuals, for some reason, this pandemic has sparked an interest with them. So I started noticing the trends that heterosexual men are getting their nails painted. And also, it's actually, the way how they start off, it's always the toes first. They get their toenails done first before their fingernails are visually seen. Yeah. Yeah, but, I thought it was I mean, interesting. No, and that's, hey, good for them. You know, it's it, whatever, like, the current trend is, if you're into it, just do it, you know, like 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 mm-hmm. Nike says. But, just but, do it. <laughs> and honestly, I was even pointing out to her, it's like they literally have like jock nail polish. And now me, when I was a kid, from the time I was in Little League all the way through high school, I mm. played catcher. And so catchers, a lot of catchers will wear nail polish on one hand for when you're putting down signals to make sure that it's visible. Um, really? So like somebody along the way decided, yeah, I'm going to make like jock nail polish for catchers and shit, like high-vis colors and shit so you know yeah and that that's the thing so paint your nails get your botox do whatever it is you want to do because at the end of the day it's your body you know you got you got to be comfortable in your own skin so do what's going to make you the most comfortable and whatever the uh quote-unquote norms are set your own trends and you do that enough that becomes the norm. Well, and then uh, if nothing else, I believe that does uh, bring us to our conclusion. So we're going to go ahead and sign off until next week, everybody. Uh, This is is Santino, Velis and Terminal. You can find me at uh, Velis and Terminal on Instagram, velisandterminal.com. Find me on Twitter at VAmpersantT. Rodney, where can they find you? You guys can find me on any platform, pretty much. Just look up Greenbird555. So I'm on... Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook, and Twitter, even though I don't really use it or whatever. But yeah. And don't forget, you guys, totally look us up on Instagram, Offbeat Beards. We have a lot of stuff coming into the works. We It just takes a lot of time and Absolutely. a lot of true effort. Absolutely. So yeah, that's what's up. Um, I guess like... I'll do this one, the, the little closing statement or whatever. Right on. So we're trying to stick with our catchphrase, okay? Absolutely. Which it, it, it's just awkward because I think this is like only our second or third time like actually saying it. Yeah. So it is, oh my God, what was it? I know how, I know what the words are, but I'm thinking of like, did I say it in this order or did, or was it said in the order that Santino said it? So stay stay weird stay you and stay offbeat that is what's up that is what's up i think that's the way the right way i believe that's the correct way (laughs) it was just like really odd and whatever